following message is from Narrative Church, a Lutheran church located in Williamson County, Texas. For more information, go to www.narrative.church. It is great to be with all of you here tonight to celebrate together, to rejoice in this time. Now, I want to start off by sharing a story with you. In the mid-80s, the aircraft carrier, the USS Nimitz, was doing maneuvers in the Sea of Ireland. They were out there working alongside some of our allies, and it was pitch black that time of night. If you've ever been out on the ocean, when there's nothing around you in the middle of the night, and you just can't see anything which is why a lot of ships will run with running lights. And so this watch on the Nimitz is out looking and making sure that everything is okay while they pick up a light off their starboard bow. And the officer who's head of the watch at this point gets on the radio and calls out, calls out the bearing, says, we are the USS Nimitz, an aircraft carrier We have spotted you. You are moving into our way. Please change course. He waits a minute or two, no response. Now it seems as if this light, as they traverse, is moving more and more into their path. So he calls out again. Well, now he gets a response and says, we are here, we cannot move. So he calls out again, says, this is the USS Nimitz. You need to move now. Change your course. They call back, we cannot move. Change your course. So at this point, things are starting to escalate. They wake up the captain. They send out another radio signal, and it comes back again with the same response. So finally, the captain grabs the radio himself and says, this is the captain of the USS Nimitz. I have enough firepower here to destroy you 50 times over and we will move you. And he gets a response, right, we're a lighthouse. You're gonna need to move. Now, I had heard this story a couple of times, and I saw a couple knowing nods out there that, you know, classic, oh yeah, I know this story. Now, I had hoped that this was a true story, that somewhere a group of naval officers had just lost sight of what was happening but literally the Wikipedia article on this says, this is an urban legend. So I was a little disappointed. But I think it gives us a good idea. As I talked with the kids, light breaks into darkness and changes things. Just as a ship at sea at night would see a light and see what is coming, it would change how things are. So too, light coming into the world changes things for us. Here are verses from Isaiah that we read at the beginning of worship. Will, could you throw that up for me, Isaiah 9? The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shone. I love the poetry of this because poetry at that time was a little different than how we might think of rhyme schemes today. Poetry 
in the time that Isaiah was writing might have had some of that as well, but also the idea of rhyming ideas. So if you look here at Isaiah 9 two, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shone. So you have two rhyming ideas. The people who walked in darkness, the people who dwelt in darkness have seen a great light, on them light has shone. So Isaiah here is using this form of poetry to push forward his idea to help people see what is coming, that as he is prophesying, as he is talking about what is to happen, he's using this idea to emphasize what's happening. He's pushing forward how light enters the world. Every year we read, sometimes from Isaiah, always from Luke too. But as I was looking and prepping for Christmas this year, I loved this idea of light entering the world. And it was funny as I thought of the story of the aircraft carrier, of the ship that needed to move, of it being a total joke and maybe it's just a good illustration for us to learn. I like that idea because so often we walk into the world and we think, listen, I've got it going on. I've got the, you know, it's on me. I can take care of this. You need to get out of the way. You need to move. Who I am is gonna change how things are going. But when the light enters the world, it is as immovable as that lighthouse that the light that shines on us as the Savior enters the world is the light that reveals and shows us that maybe it's our course that needs to change. It reveals that as we've walked in darkness, as we've dwelt in darkness, the light changes how we see everything. It opens our eyes to both new joys and new sorrows, when the joy of Christmas is revealed to us again and again of the Savior, that is incredible, but also that light reveals to us the need we have for a Savior. It reveals to us the things in our lives that maybe we had hoped to be tucked away in a deep, dark corner. Because there are some benefits to darkness. So let me give you a little insight to my Christmas Eve today. So today, uh, well, over the last week or two, I decided it was the right time to build the flat pack dressers we had bought on a big Black Friday sale. So we bought these nice, solid dressers, but when they're flat packed, it means you're going to have 1,400 screws. You need 1,401, but they give you 1,400. And you build it all and put it all together. So the nice thing was the one I built yesterday was the second one. I built Chelsea's first, so I had all my issues when everyone was out of the house because I like getting vocal at my projects. Inanimate objects all of a sudden take a soul when this screw that I need to go from, you know, A1 to B3 isn't working. I get a little vocal with it, right? But so I decided I'm going to build that. So yesterday I built mine. It was a little bit easier because I'd had all my issues with the first one. I knew how to solve the things that frustrated me. But then today I was like, you know what? 
I'm gonna move from my old dresser into my new one. I'm gonna take care of that today. I'm gonna take care of that. Because then it's done and we can just celebrate Christmas. The problem is, as much as my wife is a, if we have it and we don't need it, let's get rid of it. It doesn't bring us joy. Let's, there it goes. I'm the opposite. I found myself as I'm going through going, man, someday I might need this bracket that I just put in the top of my dresser because I thought someday I'm gonna need this bracket. Because in a drawer, you can put things away and they go into the dark. Because it's real nice when you can take those things and shove them into a place where no one can see. It's a lot less fun when you're preparing for Christmas Eve and you decide, you know what, I'm gonna clean out my old dresser. And then you're about, you know, knee deep into cleaning out the old dresser going, this was a foolish thing to do on Christmas Eve. I had a point where I had gone through all my clothes, but this dresser, the old one I had, which was my dad's, I knew the top drawer, that's not for anything, that's the junk drawer. So I pulled out the junk drawer and thought, I'm gonna take care of this. And about 20 minutes in, I thought, I'm gonna be in real trouble if this junk drawer is spread all over our room before we go to church. And I noticed those things that I just put away and tucked away and hoped the light would never find. The power of the light coming into the world is that it will show us those things. It will reveal to us the things that we've tried to tuck away and hide, the things we've tried to remove from our lives. But you see, the good news of the light is that the light of Christ entering the world is not just about revealing that in us, it's about the solution to that as well. It's that as those things that we've tried to hide away, we've tried for the world not to find, the light comes and shines on them and then gives the solution. That Jesus who comes as an infant for us to shine that light, that light not only reveals those things, it burns them away. Because the baby in the manger becomes the man who goes to the cross and the savior who rises three days later. The good news that Isaiah writes of people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light is that that light saves. That light is good news for us. That while it reveals those things, it also delivers the solution. The reason we come together every Christmas is not just because we get to sing the classic Christmas songs. It's not just to hear the Christmas story again. It's not just to see the lights and the trees, all of those good things. But the reason we join together every Christmas is because the light has come that light is the light of humanity. That Jesus would come 
fully human and fully God for us. That it is the light that calls to us as the people of God. That we too can rejoice. Isaiah will continue further on in chapter nine. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of his peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Can you leave this slide for just a second, Will? I love the combination here of Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. Because in 6, we get all these incredible names of who Jesus is and what he's going to do. And here in 7, we see this, the increase of his government, there will be no end. On the throne of David, with justice and righteousness from this time forevermore. So the increase of his government, it is not a government like an earthly government, but instead it is the kingdom of light that is breaking in for us. It is an upside down kingdom that is declared to us. On the throne of David, when Jesus came, the looked for Messiah was to be of the line of David to rule, to kick out the Romans, to take care of business. But instead, Jesus is the ultimate gift of the throne of David, that he didn't come just to defeat an earthly government. He came to defeat sin that wrecked our connection to God. With justice and righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. Justice and righteousness always seem to be lacking. I know we can sense it right now in our world And sometimes when we think about the time we live in, we think it's unique to us. But remember, the people who dwelt in darkness, who walked in deep darkness, this is not a new thing. And I love the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. That phrase there, the Lord of hosts, in Hebrew is Yahweh Sabaoth which we could literally translate as God, the king of the armies of heaven. You see, when light entered the world, it was an invasion for us. That from heaven, the messengers of God declared to some shepherds that the king has come for us. And the zeal of the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Sabaoth will do this for us, that it is at his command that the baby enters the world to save us. This light that has entered the world is good news for us. But it seems like it comes at a strange time to strange people, not who you would expect. But what we know is that God did it. He sent the light 
for us. I saw the other day on social media, some pastor somewhere was asking, so many churches sing Silent Night on Christmas and they pull out the candles and all that. Where did that tradition come from? And I just want to jump on there and go, I can tell you, because I'm a Lutheran. It's one of our greatest contributions to Christmas. Silent Night is written for this purpose of remembering into a quiet world on a quiet night without the fanfare we would expect, the fanfare given not to palaces and kingdoms and armies, but to shepherds who leave their flocks to come and rejoice. So as I pray and we prepare to sing Silent Night, take some time this Christmas as we sing those words to remember the light enters the world for you on a silent night that becomes holy because of the light that entered the world. Let's pray. Lord, we give you thanks that you would let light enter the world for us. Heavenly Father, may we know again and again and again the good news that you have given to us. Open our hearts to hear what you need us to hear this Christmas season. Let us see the light that has come and is shining for us. Lord, may we rejoice this Christmas and every Christmas for what you have done for us. The baby in the manger sent to be the light of the world. May we reflect that light wherever we go, knowing that he is both the revealer and the savior. Lord, burn away the things that we try to hide, those things we try to tuck deep in the door drawer so that they can't be found. Burn those out of us so that we may be people who live joyfully in the light. In your son Jesus' name, amen.